Welcome to another episode of the Polly Rob Podcast. I am your host, the Council Polly Rob, and I'm glad to be with you, and I know y'all glad to be with me. Y'all already know what it is, man. We keep it live. Make sure you subscribe, 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 subscribe if you haven't already on all the podcast platforms. The Polly Rob Podcast is just hitting a lot more platforms um, uh, since we've been rolling, you know what I'm saying? This is our 26th episode, and we just want to keep this thing rolling. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Sound, uh, SoundCloud, um, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, uh, Google Podcasts, um, just all of them, all of them. S- subscribe to all of them. Uh, we're going to be on TuneIn pretty damn soon. That's going to be fun, so I appreciate that. Uh, and uh, YouTube, make sure you subscribe on YouTube as well. I have all the podcasts on YouTube. Make sure you go check it out. Um, Avengers Endgame. I got to start off the whole podcast with that. Avengers Endgame. Yo. Blew my mind. Anybody that knows me knows that I am a diehard comic book fan. And I'm a diehard Marvel fan. Rest in peace, Stan Lee. The Avengers Endgame was fucking phenomenal. It was crazy. Um, what I did was I actually bought my tickets like two weeks ago. Um, well, two weeks prior to the release of uh, the Endgame. And, uh, you know, my kids, we, me and my kids, we got to go see every Marvel movie. And my youngest son was like, Daddy, did you get the tickets already? It's like a month before. And I'm like, no. He like, yo, stop playing. He literally said, Daddy, stop playing, get the tickets before they get sold out. So I did what he asked me to do, got those tickets, and then when the time came, because I I was just at the point where it was like, yo, ain't no school today. Ain't no school. This is Marvel Day. Ain't no school. So they end up going to school, but I end up picking them up early. They usually uh, get out at 2.30. So I pick them up at that time. Usually they go to the after school, finish their homework and all of that stuff. I'm like, nah, be straight 2.30, boom, we finna go to the 4.20 show. We finna go up. So uh, we did that. I'm not going to tell y'all which theater we went to because they're going to try to like follow me and stalk me and just pull up at the theater while I'm there. So I'm not going to tell you that. But what I will tell you was uh, I cried in like the first three minutes. I cried in the first three minutes. And maybe that was because it was just building up so much anticipation for certain scenarios that happened during the movie. And I just got overwhelmed early. But yes, that did happen. And just through the whole movie, me and my kids were just amazed. We had a great crowd. The movie theater uh, was a great crowd because people didn't yell out or spoil anything. Um... They were very like hyped as well as we was, you know what I'm saying? So when different characters start coming out, everybody start clapping. We start, they start whistling, you know what I mean? The emotional moments, everybody was like emotional. And uh, it was funny because I had to go to the bathroom three times. The movie is three hours, y'all. So you got to be ready for it. Um, I end up going to the bathroom three times with my son. 
And uh, uh, my youngest son, Zaza, he was like, you know, Daddy, I think we the only ones that went to the bathroom. And he was right. He was right. We were the only ones that actually went to the bathroom. Everybody sat there for the entire three hours. Um, um, Makai, my oldest, he actually went to the bathroom once. Everybody else literally sat there. And I'm sitting there like where, where my seat is. I could kind of lean back and see like the little, you know, the row, you know, where everybody walked through to get to the bathroom or whatever or to get to, to your snacks. And nobody left. Nobody left. I'm talking about even when the credit scene, nobody left. They waited to the very end, and we didn't see no credit scene, so we like, fuck it. So, Avengers Endgame, please go see it. I'm not going to give y'all no spoilers, but best believe, next podcast, next week, I'm on y'all niggas. We finna talk about that shit for real. Um, uh, speaking about, uh, you know, rest in peace, Stan Lee, uh, we do want to uh, give a rest in paradise uh, to uh, John Singleton. You know what I'm saying? John Singleton uh, just passed away today. Um, I heard it earlier. Um, He was on um, life support. And, you know, I I really don't know the scenario about what what went wrong. I just know he's not with us anymore. And uh, that's a tragedy because he kind of was the embodiment of making um, amazing, you know, black films and movies. You know what I'm saying? And, um, the man was a, f- a phenomenal thinker, phenomenal creative, phenomenal director, uh, loved by many. Um, and I just want to, you know, my heart goes out to the family and, you know, friends and just everybody that's affected by him. You know, some of our best movies, some of the movies that we've, that we live by, you know what I'm saying? The lessons that we've learned, the things that we've lived by. Higher learning. Right. It's higher learning, you know what I'm saying? Boys in the Hood, uh, all the way down to Baby Boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we learned a lot of things from that man without even getting a chance to meet him. I'll I, I take that back. I actually got a chance to meet him one time where uh, at my studio on Manchester and Lincoln, uh, there's a, a Mexican spot um, that I go get nachos from. And uh, one day he was there, and he was there with his colleague, and he was ordering some food. And I looked at him, and I was like, oh, you're John Singleton. He was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, just... You know, pleasure. Don't want to stop you, but uh, pleasure meeting you. Uh, you did amazing work. You changed the culture. Thank you. You know what I mean? That's all I said. So that's just my piece. And um, uh, I do want to give a rest in paradise, uh, rest in peace to my aunt Dadu. Um, she actually passed away a couple of days ago. Um, this is like one of my favorite aunts that was very, very encouraging in terms of, you know, just being upbeat, upbeat and just being happy. You know what I mean? Talking about things that your your average auntie and uncle wouldn't discuss. Um, and just being very open. She was the auntie that was very open about a lot of things. So, um, you know, rest in peace to Aunt Dadu. I will be there at the funeral or the repast, whichever one. Um, and, uh, yeah, she, she was awesome. She was awesome. Um, you know, rest in peace, Aunt Dadu. I got to say it again. You know what I mean? Um... On a lighter note, um, Pure Ignorance is back. <laughs> pure oh, Ignorance is back. Man. The return of Pure Ignorance. That, man, I need to be on that. You know what I'm saying? We, I got a guest today, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not. I, after we talk about this Pure Ignorance thing, I'm, I'm going to introduce my guest. Um, pure Ignorance is back. You know what I mean? We did a couple changes uh, to the rooms and, and, and uh, the places we were filming. 
we actually uh, are upgrading uh, some of the graphics, some of the new things that we're doing. We're getting a lot of new guests. It's going to be crazy. So you guys have indulged in a lot of the Potty Rob podcast, but now you get to indulge in the nightlife, weird, crazy, obnoxious, why the fuck did he say that side uh, in pure ignorance. And if you don't know what pure ignorance is, please go on Instagram or go on YouTube and type in pure ignorance show. And I promise you, you will be entertained. I promise you, you will be entertained. I'm excited. Damo's excited. You know what I'm saying? He, he was actually waiting on me. You know what I'm saying? I had to get some stuff in order. So, Pure Ignorance is back, and we finna fucking shut the damn summertime down. We finna shut it down. So, it's gonna be crazy, man. I, I got a guest today. Um, You know, one of my very, very good friends. Very, very good friends. Good colleagues of mine. Um, And... He's a Capricorn as well, you know what I'm saying? Because we always stick together. That's just what we do, you know what I mean? And uh, he's a uh, ex-manager, and he's a curator, a creative. Um, he has his own company, uh, uh, H1 Media. And the man is just a phenomenal dude, and he works hard, and he, he does his thing, you know what I'm saying? Let's welcome Hustle to the Polly Rob Podcast. What's good, man? What's going down, man? It's been a long time. I know it's been a minute, man. I'm out here on the West Coast doing it, man. Man, man I remember uh, uh, you hitting me and was like, yo, I don't care what <laughs> topic or what it is. I'm trying to get on the podcast. Got to get on the podcast. I'm like, for sure, of course. You know what I'm saying? I, I just want to make sure that I got kind of under the, the groove of me doing a podcast consistently. Before I brought you on, because I know you're a man of of many talents and, <laughs> and 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 a lot of wisdom, you know what I'm saying. So I want to make sure it's right. I got to make sure I set the table the right way for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I appreciate that, man. So what you been up to? Um, honestly, man, just like I'm um, trying to get this H Media One up off the ground. Um, I still got hustle management, um, but I've just been concentrating on like photography. Um, you know, uh, media stuff like that, and then uh, just trying to get this company built, man. To uh, you know, to to something like this popping, you know. I mean, right. it's it's not nothing new. It's just because you can't reinvent the wheel, but you can put some some rims on it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can shine it up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You can put some low pro tires on or whatever. So basically, that's what I'm just out here trying to do, man. Right. Do right. me. Uh, what did the homie say? Trying to stay out the way. Trying to stay out trying the way. Stay out man. the way. Trying to stay out the way. Rest in peace, uh, Nipsey Hustle, man. man. For real. Um. So our topic uh for today. Um, is, you know, of course, uh, in light of you having a management company um, and me doing, you know, management for a lot of different artists. So the topic of today is manage who? Manage who? Oh. Manage who? This, like, yo. what are we doing? Like, we are we managing now? Who are we managing? Who? So. What yeah, are we doing? I think the thing, man, with, with, when people say they need management, it's it's so cliche now. It's like, yo, I need a manager. But if you, if you, let me set that down. If you're not like really doing anything, you don't need management just yet. Right. I always tell artists, if you're at a point where you just simply can't handle your business as an you know as an artist, then you need management. But 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 right. even then, let's take let's go back for a second. Like a lot of people think that managers are the the money 
and oh wait wait hold hold, hold you you okay. about to get into it you about All to right. get into it so so oh, I'm excited so like you, hold you about to get into it before we do that hold okay. on we'll, we'll stop one second before right. we do before we do that All right. let's just break down these are the things that we're gonna cover because he finna go in yeah I'm on but so this is what we're gonna cover we're gonna cover uh what does a manager do what is a a true manager's job description um we're gonna cover the downfalls of being a manager so you can see it from the manager's perspective what are the downfalls for that and um also we're gonna cover ways managers can help your career the proper way the way it's supposed to go right you know what i'm saying so let's let's start off from the top Cause you was finna go in, and I don't yeah. want to stop you, but I, I had to, I had to brief, I had I to brief the guests. To you know what I'm saying? It. So, first off, what do you feel like a manager does? Like, what is the manager's job description? Um, I mean, for me, it's always been like, um, you know, it's, you know, you contact, you contact people. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's um. Because a lot of times people think that managers book shows. You do have some managers that book shows, right? Okay. Um, I've I've never been the type of manager that can book shows. Now, when I managed DJs, that was pretty easy. Right. But when it comes to artists and booking shows, if that artist is not popping respectively, then it's kind of hard to get them on shows. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, once you start selling records, it's pretty much easy. They exactly. call you. It comes to you. It right. just comes to you. Um, but a lot of people, they, they think like managers are supposed to sit up and just book shows and that's it and that's that, whatever. But for me... It's all about like making connections, making contact with different people, putting your artists in the right situation, whether it's the, the room, um, you know, video shoots, whatever the case may be. Um, right. Like basically handling the, the artist's business, um, you know, making sure whether it's contracts, making sure the artist got the right situation. Right. Dealing with this, the right people. Um, even coming down to going down to like, let's say, Okay, this is this song right here. I think y'all should push. Now, some people might disagree because they say, "Well, you're not an A and R; you're just a manager." Mm. But if you with your group and know how your group maneuver, motive, you know, move, right? You you know what's good for your group. You know what I'm saying? But right. but again, that that's that right there is kind of like it's not necessarily right or wrong. It's just as a manager, if you got that ear, if you got that that oomph, you know what's, what's gonna go. What's what's gonna right. go? You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Um, the manager also like keep you out of trouble, depending. But you you have some artists that are that are trouble. They they always fucking up. You know what right. I'm saying? So so and, a lot of times the manager has to clean that shit up. Right. You know and, and, what, and what he means by uh, keeping you out of trouble, he means steering you in the right direction, direction. Yeah. To where you don't fall into legal trouble. You don't fall into networking and relationship trouble you yeah, don't fall into cause you you might have an artist that's out here that's mouthy as fuck mm-hmm. and, and ain't getting along with everybody the manager gotta go clean that shit up you know what I'm saying and then depending right. sometimes you could be guilty by association right and that's fucking your business up you right. know what I'm saying and a, a lot of artists excuse me they don't they don't understand that part they just think that well you know I'm out here I'm an artist I can do what the fuck I want nah my nigga you, you, right. it doesn't work like that right doesn't because everybody if you in this music industry everybody's popping everybody knows somebody everybody got the plug on something so right. you just can't be out here just acting as if like you untouchable or even if you got bread and it's a whole other conversation but mm-hmm. even if you got bread if niggas don't fuck with you they don't fuck, fuck with, with you. you exactly 
So let your manager handle your shit. Right. If you got an issue, talk to your manager about it. Right. My my idea of what uh, a manager's job description is, um, they're the person who comes along and takes the workload of what you have, what you have, um, and they're able to do three things. They're able to consolidate and organize yes. your workload of what you're trying to do, which is, you know, taking what it is that you have, making sure that the right ones are the the ones that have the most value or the things that have the most value, opportunities that have the most value, make sure that they're organized and executed properly, making sure that you consolidate, which is take out all of the loose things that don't mean anything to their brand at the moment or even in the future and bring it down to things that are workable. Um, also, um, a manager is someone who develops the brand and the team right. for the brand. Right. If the brand is already established and the manager would come in and help, you know, uh, uh, steer it execute, or maneuver. It's yeah. steer, steer and maneuver. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If the brand is not created, then they're going to help get things in order to make the brand happen. Um, on top of that, um, well, where it comes in financial wise is their responsibility to negotiate certain deals that you either can't handle or you don't have the time to handle. Right. And also, a right. manager is good for like, then you know who full of shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times, like artists they get caught up with like a, a promoter or producer or whoever be telling them all kind of shit. But they just full of shit. So right. if you got a good manager to know everybody or, or know enough people or just got a good bullshit detector, listen to your manager. If they tell you this motherfucker full of right. shit, don't fuck with that. Right. Nigga. Don't fuck right. with them. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then you know, also it's like, um, one of the, the the best things for a manager in terms of their job description is what a lot of artists don't utilize. Right. As this is somebody who knows your formula and your brand that can speak on behalf of you, that can speak on behalf of what you do, how you move, but you get what's your rate, but you, what's everything that's going on about you. Right. But you, you know get, what I mean? Sometimes you get artists or just people that you manage in general like, they want to go out and do the business, and then they fuck this shit up. But then they call you to want fix you it. To fix it, right? No, nah, my nigga, right? We're not doing that. So, and, and and our thing is, we want you to be fully aware of what it takes to be able to move through this game with somebody who represents you properly. Mm, yeah, very yeah. important. And that's the other thing too, because you do have some some managers out here that they they don't know how to do business or they do janky ass business right shit. right and then they're trying to represent represent you as an artist right you might not you might want to double check that manager you know what i'm saying yeah so. it's, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like you always want to make sure that you have somebody that got the best interest for you in your career. For your career, you, yeah. For you moving forward and knowing what your thing is about. Right. What, what are some of what are some of the downfalls <laughs> of of being because this is the thing. 
this is what you know happens a lot and it's no disrespect to nobody but we have to say this right these are things that happen it's always an artist that tells the story of what happens when a deal goes bad when a manager is fired when something doesn't go right you always hear the artist side you always hear the downfalls of what a manager does from the artist's perspective or the or sometimes the label's perspective, perspective yeah you never get a chance to hear from the manager from like, the manager yeah. so from this manager. is what we finna do <laughs> this is what we finna do we finna go we down the line. to do we finna talk about the downfalls of being a man being a damn manager man shit number one Numero number one these artists believe that the manager is your is your financier. That and that's the biggest the biggest, biggest one. Biggest one, yeah. I they mean, think that you supposed to put up the money. They think that because you believe in their career and you want to work with them, that you're supposed to put up the money and have some type of uh 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 financial yeah. backing to their career. Yeah. So for me, I, I think the biggest downfall for me is uh, not listening. Like, if they don't listen, mm. like you try to tell them something, especially if you try to, to tell them something a month in advance or two months in advance, like, yo, you should probably do this, and then they don't do it. But then that two months pass or the three months pass, right? and you just seen another artist do exactly what you just told your artist to do. And they calling you like, yo, nigga, I told you to do that shit two, three months ago. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but, I mean, that's like one of the downfalls. The other downfall, I think, is just straight up just not listening. Like, they're, they're, they want, they're seeking your advice, but they're not listening to what you're telling mm-hmm. them. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll take, like, 2% of what you told them. It's like, well, damn, what did you want me to manage you for if you're, right. not, if you're not listening? You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, the other Man. downfall is I think sometimes you have to be like the big brother, the big homie. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you have to kind of like, and and that's not really that bad because at the end of the day, like you, I think once you start managing an artist, whatever, you start being cool with them. So right. it becomes family. So that's not really too bad, but it just gets, it can get taxing, especially if you have your own shit to deal with right. and you have to deal with the artist. You know and then saying? also you have to, you know, you have to remember that me giving you and showing you the game is different from me just trying to be your big brother, your big homie. True. I want you to be just as educated as me so we can move on to some other shit. Right. Because if I have to constantly, like it it was this one artist that just for the life of him, you know, couldn't understand, uh, you know, the the whole percentage system of, you know, so, uh, songwriting, publishing, stuff Mechanical like that. Mechanical royalties on right. stuff like that. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm trying to tell them, I'm like, yo, you got to sit down and really Read. soak this shit in yes. because this is the only way that you'll be able to understand your true value as an artist. As an artist, yeah. Because once you understand that, then you understand where I come in on being able to represent you and what I can get for you. 
Right. You don't know how much money you can you can be valued if you don't know the percentage you got in a record. Yeah. You don't know you don't know your value. Even for producers, when you manage producers, the same thing. If you don't understand your value on the record and your percentage on a the record, then you don't know what you're worth. What you're worth, yeah. To anybody. And and it happens like that a lot. And you know, for me it's like I'm transparent with my business. Right. With what I do. When I work with somebody, I'm about being transparent. Because it's called doing good business. Exactly. Boom. You know, some people make their money all due respect, but some people make their money from the ignorance of others. Yeah. It's a part of business. It happens. Me, I choose not to do that because I want people that do business with me, I want them to understand that this information is not to be sold. It's here. You can get it because no matter if you have the information or you don't, I, I'm still a value. I'm still a value of anything that I touch. So when I manage an artist, I want them to feel that same type of energy. Like, right. no, I know what my worth is. I know what I can work with. I know what I can do and what I can't do. So when I walk in this room, I know what I can offer right. you. Right. And this is what we need. So when you tell me, yo, I understand what I'm worth, you understand what I'm worth, go get me five million. And I get it. No, you worth five million. Right. I'm finna go get it. I'm finna go get it. Right. And if I come back to you and I be like, yo, they going, they're trying to give you 4.3. You have not just you saying, okay, I'll take it or not take it. You have the full capacity to be knowledgeable of knowing what that is, what, what that, that number is. is, and what it can do for you and everybody else. At that point, you can say either, yeah, I think we need more, or like, right, fuck it. yeah, right, you know what you're saying? yeah, right. And, and, and even, you know, and, and I, I know you feel this way. Like sometimes you may have a deal set up and be ready to go, and you'd be like, yo, I think you should take this. <laughs> and niggas be like, Man. Nah, I don't want to take it. It's like no, nigga. I just, I just had a conversation about the other day. Um, I had somebody I was dealing with. Yeah, it was just, a, it was a situation put like that, and um, they didn't, they didn't take this, they didn't take the deal. But the funny part is, like three years later, they call me. It was like, yo, hustle. What's good? I got woo, this, that, whatever. Nigga, that shit is gone, gone, bro, gone. You. We, Pass that shit up. They, they done moved on to some other shit. You know what I'm saying? But it took you three years to realize that the situation that we had was cool. Come on, my nigga. Like, that, what is that'd you be doing? the ter- that'd be the worst shit because now they've seen six people take that same situation, and, and now you it. think it's the the hot shit. You know, so, sometimes, and I'm not gonna lie, it really bothers me mm-hmm. because you know my motto is. I don't do business with people who don't do business. That's for, uh, okay. That's dope. I'm gonna say it again. I don't do. Business I don't do business with, with people, people who, who don't, don't do, do business. business. Oh man, I gotta. So when I deal with an, a particular artist, let's say if I'm, I'm managing an artist, the the one of the first things that we're gonna do, we're gonna do full recon of you learning what this business is yeah. about. Now this is what I do. Like I'll ask artists, like okay. I had someone the other day call me, and she was saying that, um, you know, her little brother rap. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, 
is a series. A couple questions I was asking. I was like, why do you think you need him? Why do you think your brother needs a manager? Okay, so he's dope. He, you know, he's doing shows. He's doing this. He's doing that. So I was asking about his Instagram and all this, like his whole social media. Oh, he doesn't do social media. Okay. So. What? Yeah, it's. It was all these things that that were like a factor. Like I was asking her about, like, um, does he know about publishing and all that? Mm-hmm. He doesn't know anything about that. So he actually called me. I talked to him on the phone about about fifteen twenty minutes. Right. Whatever. So he was just the first thing he said, "Oh my nigga, I don't really care about the business. I just want to rap. You know what I'm saying? But I need somebody to handle my business for me." Dog, I'm I'm cool because. Here's the deal. Like you just said, if you're not trying to understand the business side of it, at least get some type of basis of, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would I want to deal with you? Because if, if the money get the flying, checks get the flying, next thing you're you saying, well, I got robbed. Well, nigga, you... You, you don't want to learn the business. You don't want to learn the business. This is, this is the thing that a lot of artists think that that's cool to say. Yeah. They really they think really it's cool to say. They, they think it's a, it's a, it's like oh now I'm a, I'm gonna say this to, to throw niggas off like yeah. nah man I just want to rap I just want to do my thing like no nigga Th- that is an uneducated I tell, decision. I, I tell all these young cats like this, like the Jeezys, the Snoop Dogs, like the successful rappers. Them niggas is not stupid, yo. They they're not stupid by no means. Like they they know who to put in their corner and who to. Have represent them and it, it, just not even that they're not dumb niggas, man. But I think the young cats think that these gangster rappers are just on some thug shit, and, right? And, and, nah, my nigga, these niggas is smart, man. man my, my thing is, you know, and this is a fine line that you know goes between artists and managers. Like for me, because you know I used to be an artist, so I, I always had this theory in my mind of. I don't want somebody to control what I get. Right. I want somebody to help me control what we get. Right. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, why would you even fix your mouth to say, man, I just want to rap, man. You take care of all the business. I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go rap. There is an element of that. There's a bottom line to that, which is I trust you to be creative right. but, and you but, trust me to do business. Now, now here's, but, you, you're just about to speak right. something. So now they say that sometimes. Right. So then when it comes down to you doing the business, they want to interfere with that. Or they want to go off track of what you're trying to 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 push things out the way to, to lay the path. They start, well, what about this? Well, what about this? Well, somebody told me about this. Right. What, what, what are you talking about? That that has nothing to do with your career or it's taking you in a different path. And you start thinking like, Well, I thought you just said you want to rap. And all of a sudden you wanna do the business, like let me do the business. You be the artist, but be willing to listen, so we can at least build on something. You know so what I'm we saying? can walk through this whole thing Go together. That, that's the most important part. You know, I, I've always been, you know, someone who always admires an, an artist who goes out their way to try to learn what something. their words can actually, you know be valued at on major platforms. Right. What's your music, what's your culture, what everything you can do can be monetized on a major scale. Right. Because it, it'll help me work a lot better with representing you. 
Right. And, and, and let's let me mention a downfall, a major downfall of being a manager. This okay. is a major What's one. Listen, this is something I fucking hate. I gotta be honest. If I gotta do this, it's a wrap. I'm not fucking with you no more. There's points in time where a manager has to spiritually or literally get an artist motivated to do something. Oh, nigga. Nigga. Nigga been there, done that. I'm not doing that. If I'm I, not. If I have to fucking motivate you. To do an to, album, to do, to do a performance, to do an interview. Right. I, I can't fuck with you. I can't fuck with you. You got to come. You got to come. Battery operated, right. motivated already. Because at that point, I might as well be out here. Like, what, what's that saying? They say, if a hoe don't sell her ass, a pimp will. Right. Okay. So, if, and, and that's no disrespect to any artist or any management or anything like that. But at the end of the day, everybody got a position to play. If you're not playing your position and I got to motivate you to play your position or whatever the fuck, then what the fuck do I need you for? Right. I might as well be the artist my damn self. Man, listen, I, got, I stay with bars. Right. I stay with lines. Right. At any given time, <laughs> at any given, See, I don't care how old I get. Time. At any given time, it'll be flipped around. I'll be, I, I'll be on stage getting to it. Right. Come on, man. And this game is easy right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, come on, man. Like, I don't need to. Mo- I'm not supposed to motivate you for doing the shit that you do. Doing the shit you said you love to do. Right. That's like trying to motivate a drug dealer to, to get on the corner and get fucking money. Get money, yeah. But, but so, I think, with, and thank God I haven't dealt with any artists like this, but I think that, and this kind of kind of off topic, but I think part of artist problems is this. Like, everybody think rapping is easy. Okay, yeah, anybody can write 16 bars, I guess. "Quote unquote," but they forget the business side of it. They forget the whole hustle and bustle of it. Half these motherfuckers that's that's in this industry now ain't never been in a fucking record label, ain't right. never been on fucking tour, right. ain't never did half this shit, right? But that's a whole nother conversation. But it's it's much more to being an artist saying that you can write sixteen bars. It's much more than that, man. Right? I think it take a special person to be a producer, a special person to be an artist, because everybody's not a star, right? Everybody's not a star, man. I was uh, yesterday. I went and seen Crush Groove, mm. and um, in the movie, um, she says uh, uh, Sheila Heath says uh, anybody can rap, right? Now this was what 85, 86? 85, man, right? But that shit came to fruition because exactly. you think about it now, like everybody's rapping. Everybody wants to be a manager. Everybody exactly. wants to be an A and R. Everybody wants to be a producer, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I mean, that's another podcast. A whole nother <laughs> but time. but it, yeah, but but like you said, man, like it, it's whack when you gotta motivate your artist to do shit as a manager because as a manager you already have shit you gotta worry about the business side of it. Now you gotta motivate motivate this motherfucker. It's like, come on, man, what, what are we doing here? And, and then the one thing, the one thing is like, you know, you gotta realize we are, you know, we are people who are trying to take your career to the next level. Mm-hmm. And let me explain a little bit of that before we move on. Managers 
we get our clout and we get our recognition from having an artist, you know, do something immaculate, a number one record, a, a, a best-selling album, a, 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 a vastly noted EP, um, great uh, tour. These are our accolades that we get, that an artist gets, that we can benefit from to get more work. You know, we can, not only can we manage, you know, artists, we can manage brands, we can manage companies, we can manage, uh, you know, uh, personalities, TV, film personalities. So we have an opportunity to get that. So when we decide to manage an artist or anybody, we're going to give it our all because we know the road that it takes to be able to get the right recognition. And we know once we get that artist to this particular plateau, the sky's the limit for them and for us at right. the exact same time. Right. Which means that we're coming into this relationship because it is a relationship. We're coming into it full throttle. Right. Ready to come make it happen. And I speak, you know, we because me, you, you know, used used to be a manager and hustle, you know, still conducting Babble. management for the right reasons. Right. You know, and we're trying to get you to the top. That's our objective. We wake up in the morning thinking about you before you think about you. That shit is real. We thinking about the next step, the next performance. And let's just be clear because let's just be clear because for the first 30 minutes, if you listen to this, you know, us talk, it may sound like we just bashing artists. It's not, a, but yeah, we're not, we're not bashing. Artists. Let's be clear. Very clear. We are stating the things that's wrong with what artists do. And before this podcast is done, you will be knowledgeable on what you really need to do right. and how to make this merger between artists and managers really come together. It's about coming together and making this shit happen. Man, when you have a great manager, you do things like what Jay-Z has done, what Outkast has done, what Snoop has done. That's what you that's what you get to do when you link up with a team and managers that understand what you got going. Nicki Minaj has a booking manager, a booking agent, has a personal manager, has a business manager, yep. has a tour manager. She got like five different managers. And even with tour managers, and, man, like even as a, you know, I've done some shit like even as a tour manager, you 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 can't you gotta have a backbone. You know what I'm saying? Right. You gotta have a fucking It's a lot backbone. of bullshit on yeah, tour. It's a lot of bullshit when you go on tour. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's more than just like partying as a manager. You can't you you gotta be the first motherfucker in and the last motherfucker out. You know right. what I'm saying? Um you gotta make sure like one, you got a backbone. Two, if you gotta stand on your word. If you're telling the artist, yo, we gotta move, B, we gotta do this, we gotta do that, you gotta stand on that shit. And you got to be accountable for your actions. So, again, it's not about bashing artists because managers, they got to be on top of their shit, too. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. And, and a lot of managers, 
You got to know what you qualify for. Right. So we're, cousin, we're, right? So, uncle, right? Right. I was about brother. To say, look, I was about to say a lot of artists, man. Stop. You know, stop putting the big homie on or your your uncle Jack Jack or Momo on because he because he got like twenty inch biceps. Come on, my nigga. Like, <laughs> right. it, 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 as a manager, if if a role manager, let's speak on role managers real quick. As a role manager. Right. You got to deal with a lot of shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And you can't be one of the motherfuckers that be first to party. Because you got to you gotta have all your senses. You know what I'm saying? You got to be firing on all cylinders. You can't exactly. be up in the club popping bottles with the artists and shit like that. You got to be conducting business. From the time that airplane or that tour bus take off, you want business. You can't just be out here doing willy-nilly shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's a lot to being a, a tour manager, you know? It's a whole program. Like, first off, you know, everybody got to understand how many different managers it is and learn your part. Learn your part and play it the correct way. You know what I mean? And then, you know, before we get into the next topic, I I just got to say this. One of the biggest things that you have to remember about this industry is that people are out to get theirs. For what what is this? Somebody told me one time: for every dollar you make, somebody's trying to take three dollars out of your pocket. Right. So you gotta have the right representation. You know, you may come from Louisiana, Nebraska, from New York, from Atlanta. You may come from places where you know the language of business is not that fine to you because you you know you don't know it, or a lot of people around you. Don't speak in the same, you know, uh, terms that these labels and these lawyers and these major companies speak. So you got to have somebody that can understand that type of language and be able to maneuver through that game the proper way. You know what I mean? Right. We, we, we all can't come from, you know, we all can't be Jigga and come from the slums, you know what I'm saying, do our thing in the streets and then be able to translate and understand, you know, what's going on in the corporate world. So I'm saying that to say for things that you don't know, you got two things to do. You either learn it. Yes. Or you trust somebody that knows it and move forward with them. And if and again, if you're going to approach that person for management, man, like really, really take heed to what they're trying to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like. Don't just be like, oh, I need a manager. And then when the motherfucker try to, try to tell you what to do right, you want to go against the grain. Then again, right? why did you ask for a manager? Because, But again, some people think, because it, it sounds so cliche, I need a manager. Nah, my nigga, you don't need a manager just yet. If, you're, if you got checks flying everywhere and business and people calling you and you just cannot honestly manage your business at that point, right. that's when you need a manager. If you got one or two people calling you, nigga, you don't need a manager yet. Exactly. You don't. Point blank. So we're going to get into um, the last topic before we get out of here. Um, Ways managers can help your career properly. So let's talk about these things that you need to understand and the ways that managers can help your career blossom in the proper manager. I mean, the proper way, because we know that you guys are going to go find you guys a manager at some point in time. So we're trying to give y'all some game. I hope y'all ready. So first thing, um, 
when you get a manager, let them help you develop a team. Let them help you develop, you know, a collection of people who understand your brand and that's working around the clock to be able to bring your brand to light. If you're a model slash rapper, your team may consist of hairdresser, makeup artist, a booking agent, and, you know, uh, I don't know, whatever. Then if you have a hip-hop rap artist, it may consist of, you know, tour manager and music manager, which a music manager is my primary profession for management is music management is getting records and music and your entire catalog together the right way before moving forward with the promotion process. That's what I got paid to do. Um, you know, being able to have your team fully developed so y'all know what direction that y'all moving in. That's a very important thing. A manager can help you do that. And for them, it don't cost no money per se. Right. It's it's them being able to use their relationships to get the right people in place to work on behalf of you. Preach. Very important. Another thing, help you organize, plan, and execute whatever layout or whatever campaign you guys are trying to do. Man, this thing is about if y'all think that y'all just going to wake up in the morning and the manager call you and say, yo, yo you got a show at 6 o'clock and, and just call you every day on some bullshit? No. No. This is a full laid out plan, plan for the next couple of months. Stick to the script. Right. And you need somebody to help you execute that plan. It's going to be a lot of repetition. It's going to be a lot of learning how to how to speak, learning how to do interviews. You know, when I... When I uh, Music manager Cotty Swag, you know, shout out to uh, David Mitchell. You know, we had to, uh, you know, do um, uh, uh, interview and, vo- and, and voice training. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, I had to do uh, interview training because they needed to know exactly the points of what to talk about. They needed to know how to introduce themselves. Like we put together the whole thing when they say, when they say uh, all of their names and in unison they say their group name. Like all of that, right. all of that stuff means a it's lot. It's a production, man. Exactly. It's a, it's a full production. production. Yeah, it's a production. You know what I'm saying? So helping you organize, plan, and execute, that's one of the main primary things that a manager does. Right. It's being able to put everything that you've worked for, put it in order, and making it move forward. So the corporate world, the labels, the you know other uh, companies, investors can see it in the polished eye and say, you know what? I want to fuck with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Another thing, um, become your go-to guy or girl for major opportunities. Yeah. Let me say it again. Become your go-to guy or girl for major opportunities. Probably about 70%, probably 80% of the artists in the world don't know how to read a contract the proper way. No. They need a manager or someone of that nature or a manager who has a lawyer. 
that can dictate what this contract is about. That can understand what a company would want to be able to fully sponsor you, what an unofficial sponsor is, what an official sponsor is, what an endorsement is, what are the guidelines with an endorsement. Right. These are different things that you need a manager to help you guide you through this process. And again, if, if it's if you got a manager that, like you said, that doesn't know that but have a, a lawyer on deck, that's cool. But as an artist, you should already have funds available so that you can take that contract to your own lawyer. You know what right. I'm saying? That's the other thing, too, because there's some things that managers do. There's some things that the artist is still responsible for. Because right. at the end of the day, like I always, saw art, I, was, I always talk to artists and ask them about publishing. And they'll say, um, no, I don't have no publishing. Well, can you do it for me? If you want me to do your publishing, then... I need that, my percentage. Yeah, let me put my name on, on beside that shit. Fast. You know Fast. So, you know what I mean? Like, but I'll even go you one further. I've, I've had artists that, you know, they don't know anything about media base, right? This is a whole other conversation. Wow. So, I've put, I've I've had other managers or other people in the industry call me and have me put stuff in media base, whatever. And a lot of times, they just don't want to take the time to read. That should take five minutes to do. Right, and I probably just gave the game away, but fuck it. But it it literally takes five minutes to do. It really do. But you know, I mean, um, it's just about reading or whatever. But but back to your point, man. Like you said, like you just got to get with a manager that that is that speaks the language, right? Um, and if they don't speak the language, you have to have a manager that's smart enough that that can go out there and find the right person to make sure the whole enchilada. Find the right information. Yeah. You got it. Right. You got. That's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. You know, I really hope. You know, because you know, a lot of times, and it, it goes back. I was watching on YouTube, and I was watching, um, you know, Blueface, um, and then they was asking. They was like, "Yo, you know who you signed to?" And uh, you know, he was like, "I don't. I don't know. I, you know, I just talked to, you know, uh, the homie, or you know." Whoever he, whoever he said. And it, it was kind of depressing for me because I'm like, man, like somebody needs to make sure that they teach you who you're signed to, who's the major distribution, right? you know, who gets what cut, who gets another cut. Like, I just hope that, you know, they really explain that to him. And it's a lot of artists out there that just don't know nothing. They just be like, man, I just... They just send me a check. It's like, man, you don't even understand. They they might be shaving the shit out your motherfucking man. Money. That's when you hear about you know the motherfuckers saying? like ten years later, right? Talking about how they was getting robbed or getting you right. Know what I'm saying? But again, sometimes it's man, the, man. Just all <laughs> just always remember, you know, they don't they don't fuck over the people who are assertive and. You know, know their shit. Right. They can't fuck you. They can't fuck you over if you know your shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is, man. You know, I just want people to understand that, you know, in this game, um, you know, artists and managers sometimes have the best relationship. Right. They have the best relationship. They have the best um layout um to move forward in this game. You don't see often you know, an artist and a label move forward for 20 years. You don't see um, an artist and a producer move forward for 20 years. You don't see, um, 
you know, an artist and a particular company move forward for 20 years. But a lot of times you see an artist and a manager move, move forward for 20 that, years. I, I will say you know this, though. Let me say this. Artists, the other thing, too, is this. If you sign up with a manager, don't fucking jump the gun. Meaning, if somebody stepped to you with a deal or a situation, don't be so quick to drop your fucking manager. Because that's the motherfucker that got you probably where you at, why people are trying to holler at you. Right. So there's so many situations where you see an artist fucking with somebody, and then somebody come along and offer them, quote unquote, a better deal. Come on, my nigga. They're probably going to screw you over. You know what I mean? But What's a better deal in the hands of somebody who's not trying to do right by you? Yeah. Don't mean shit. You're, getting, you're probably getting less than the percentage of the deal you had in, uh, in the first place. A lot of times, man, I think that some people feel like management is supposed to move fast, and it doesn't work like that. Right. Um it's a process. Yeah, it's, it's a process. You know what I'm saying? But you get these artists, they, they want everything fast, fast, fast. Why ain't this popping? Why ain't that popping? And um, I remember I had a, a group I was dealing with and um, back in the day, and someone tried to jump in the middle of the situation, trying to like, yeah, just try to broker shit that they didn't even know what they were speaking on. I don't want right. to drop names, but... It was just a real fucked up situation. You know right. what I mean? And it's like, there's a process to everything. Just because you're on the outside looking in and you see all these things, these moving parts around me, doesn't mean it's for you just yet. You got to right. wait your turn. It's a fucking process. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Like this person tried to jump in and was like, oh, you need to be doing this and da 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 da. And they, thank God they're not even in the picture no more, but. It's a process, bro. I don't. I mean, definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll do the hustle story later. <laughs> <laughs> the hustle story, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in, man. You know, our biggest thing is to be able to provide and teach the best way possible, and just get you out of your um, normal thinking of how shit is supposed to go. We're trying to really tell y'all some real shit, man. Hustle, I appreciate you for coming. Yes, sir. Please let everybody know where they can find you and what you got going new. All right, so Hustle Management, you can hit me on um, IG. And make sure y'all go to my uh, H Media One, H underscore Media One. Um, you know, go like some shit, follow some shit. And let me give a quick, quick, quick shout out to... Uh, to all the folks in Los Angeles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like, it's too many to name, but man, all the homies, you know, y'all know who I fuck with, you know. And uh, I'm trying to think what else, man. You know, shit. Make sure y'all uh, let Polly Rob know about this podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> Word, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Matter of fact, before we go, uh, what's what are your requirements uh, in order to manage an artist? What are your requirements? Uh, um, nowadays, and shout out Young Giants. Um, nowadays, uh, really, man, they 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 gotta have a budget, man. Yeah, they really gotta have a budget. It's not necessarily to go in my pockets, but just and to handle like certain day to day shit and just moving around because let's face it, let's be honest, like it's not the way it used to be. You know what mm. I'm saying? Right. So money talking bullshit run a marathon, point blank. Mm -hmm. But they got to have a budget. Um, 
they got to be calling me more than I call them. If I have to call you more than you calling me, then that's a fucking problem. That's yeah. how I look at this shit. Um, and you got to be willing to work, man, because it's, it's again, it's more than just just you know going to the studio, sitting up in the studio for like ten hours and, and making records. You got to go out, shake hands, kiss the babies, and stuff like that. So if I can get with somebody that's wanting to work, right, then I'm 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 cool with that. And they got to be an artist because the thing that I hate is when you have like a and I and this is a real fine line what I'm about to say. I hate when I'm working with artists. And they have a project coming out, but then let's say um, their you know their favorite rapper got an album dropping. They'll post their favorite rapper's album about to drop. Why the fuck right. are you promoting somebody else? You don't see McDonald's posting Come on, Burger, Burger King's King. new burger. Right. Come on, man. <laughs> so if I'm working with an artist, I need an artist. I need you to be a hog. I need you to be everything on your page is about your music. Your career and your shit. Right. To me, that's that's the people I like working with. You know what I'm saying? So you, that those pretty much are my requirements, you know? And you, of course, you got to have that's that fire. talent, too. Yeah, you got to have talent. That's fire. That's yep. fire. Man, this is the Poly Rob Podcast, man. Um, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Make sure y'all subscribe on all uh, podcast platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, and every other podcast platform All that, you, that you love. Uh, make sure you uh, go check out Hustle uh, at Hustle Management on Instagram uh, at H One Media. All spelled correctly. H Media One. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you got it. H Media One. H Media One. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you go check it out, man. And uh, you know what I'm finna do? I'm finna go watch the Avengers Endgame again. <laughs> finna go see it again. Man, we out of this thing, man. Appreciate y'all. Peace.